Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hey, excuse me. And and good afternoon. No. Welcome to the circle. Wait, wait, you what? Stop writing my name. What are you doing? Huya. This is my podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Taryn, and I'm speaking now. This is this is my podcast. What is what is happening right now? No, we are here to talk about the circle. So season the circle three. UK. I, I'm season three. The Circle UK season three. It's been a fun show. This is Rob has a podcast, but I'm Taryn. And I'm this is- Taryn. No, you're Puya. <laughs> I'm Taryn. Okay. I mean, Haley, I don't know about you, but I think we should block both Taryns. <laughs> Vote out for Taryns. Vote out for Taryns. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with this just being the Haley and Rowan show. Yes. Love we- it. Love it. Well, uh, two for one blocking, my friends. (laughs) Also with us here is Haley. How are you doing, Haley? I am. I I don't even know if I can like fully describe how excited I am for this. It's been a while since I've been excited about the show I'm podcasting. Let me just tell you. Yes. uh, Well, it is. It has been a very fun show so far. Uh, Also with us is Rowan. Rowan, how are you? I am absolutely fantastic. And can I just say? It's an absolute honor to be podcasting with you guys today and talking about The Circle, which is far from a perfect show, but it's the best we have in the UK. So we'll just we'll just go with it. We'll just roll with it. Okay, well, we are here. We're going to be talking about the first four episodes of season three of The Circle uh, as Puya continues to try to impersonate me here. Um, But obviously, I'm the real Terran. Puya, how have you been enjoying The Circle so far? I've been enjoying it lots. Um, it's definitely been very fun. Obviously, this is on the heels of we just wrapped up Celebrity Circle, which was great. This did not um, disappoint at all. It's not like it was a high and then a low. We've been coasting, baby. We've been coasting upward trend. It's been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying the characters we've seen through four episodes. I'm keen to see more. Like I'm not. There's no fatigue insight for me. I'm I'm loving everything in the circle right now. Yes, uh, it's been it's been fun. I uh, I actually have enjoyed the the twists so far as well. Um, it's been uh, it's been an enjoyable ride here. Uh, Rowan, what what is your uh, history with the with the circle? 
my history with the circle, I mean, as I alluded to, it's the best thing we have in the UK. And that's a low sort of bar. We don't have Survivor here in the UK. We did have Big Brother, but it was very, very different format wise to Canada or the US. It was all sort of popularity, all sort of audience vote. So yeah. Safe to say, wasn't very good or didn't really, wasn't really what I was looking for in a TV show. But the circle comes along and it's like, it's like diet strategy. It's not, it's not like full fat Coke, it's diet Coke, but it's something and it is, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I can feel where the show wants to get to. And you know what? As Puya said, it's on an like upward trajectory to that place. And I cannot wait to see what happens. Yes. Uh, Haley, have you, uh, have you been a fan of the circle for long? Uh, I watched the U S version when it came out. Um, and then I loved it so much that I immediately watched both UK versions. Uh, last week when the celebrity UK, uh, circle was on, I, that was probably one of the best weeks of my life. I'd say I had a great time watching it. It's, it's, it's one of the most fun times i've had watching a reality tv series in a long time i thought the characters were so fun uh and i i do watch a lot of uk television so for the most part with the celebrities i either knew who the person was or knew who they're impersonating which is really fun uh so it was interesting to see that dynamic uh and then i just i think the cast for this regular version of circles is great so far um there's a lot of twists and turns that I really wasn't expecting and I'm having a wonderful time watching and I, I haven't felt overwhelmed by it yet. Sometimes I will quit watching Big Brother because I feel like it's too much. Um, mm-hmm. This this is like six episodes a week and I haven't felt like it's too much yet. So, so that's a good sign of, of how good it is right now. Yeah, they're very good at, at sort of keeping you invested, I think. Um, if anything, I think the fact that it's on every day makes it easier because like you get used to it. It's part, it becomes part of your routine. Whereas like if they took days off a lot then it would be like, well, some days it's on some days it's not. And you'd never really like uh, fully be into it. But uh, for those of you that may be checking this podcast out, you don't know what the circle is. Um, how the game works is they cast uh, eight people to start generally. Um, and they put them all in their own apartment rooms in this big apartment building, uh, separated from each other. They cannot see or hear one another. They can only communicate via this proprietary social media platform called The Circle, a.k.a. Say what you want to say out loud and the producers will type it out to somebody else for you. Um, and so uh, they can only communicate via this text, texting sort of uh, communication. And the, the goal of the circle is to be the most popular player in the game. Um, that gives you power in the game. It allows you to block people, which eliminates them from the game. And it, uh, at the end of the game, the person who is rated the highest uh, in the final rankings, will win the circle. Now, that actually does not necessarily mean it's the most popular person because people do try to game it, but that's a conversation for later. Um, there is another aspect of this show that is very interesting, which is that some of the players go in as catfish, which means that uh, they are not being themselves. They are pretending to be somebody else, typically somebody somebody that they think will be more popular. So. Uh, in this particular uh, season, we are seeing that um, 
James, the uh, the gladiator guy, uh, is going in as Gemma, a uh, a nurse, because he thinks that a nurse would be a very popular figure right now. And so he's pretending to be this 31 year old nurse um, in the circle. And uh, you don't typically want to be caught catfishing because it's a great excuse to get rid of you. Um, but it's a very fun show. Uh, once people get blocked, they, they then go and see someone face to face and there's a confrontation and it's, uh, it's all very fun. This is the UK version. There was a US version that is on Netflix if you want to check that out. Uh, but you can watch the UK version with a VPN, uh, or if you are clever, you can find other ways as well. But, uh, it's a very, very fun show and I would definitely highly recommend it. Um, and this season has been great so far. Season one, season two, both also great. This one has started well. Uh, I'm very excited about this cast. Uh, should, should we get into the cast here, Priya? Should we talk about these players? Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. I have nothing but good things to say about pretty much all of them. So I'm very excited to, to you know, crack it open and talk about all them all. All right. Well, uh, let's start with uh, let's start with the, the, the worst, right? Like, let's start with the dud of the cast. I think uh, at least I'm going to say this. Maybe you guys won't agree. But uh, Jamie and Millie, the father daughter pair uh, as Penny. Um, so. The this is a, a father daughter pair. They're going into the house as a duo and they're pretending to be uh, this 49 year old woman named Penny, who is their ideal partner slash stepmother. Um, and they just did not prepare well enough here. Haley, this was uh, this was ill conceived. I liked the idea originally. I liked their plan going into it. But it just didn't seem it's up. It felt like they came up with the idea, but then didn't do any of the background information work that they needed to. I agree that this character really fell flat. Uh, it fell flat amongst all of the other circle players. I felt like Jamie and Millie weren't that interesting either on screen. Um, so spoiler alert, I don't know if we're getting deep down into it, but when it was between them and Billy, who who was the choice to get eliminated, and um, uh, Minrika, I was just crossing my fingers that it was going to be Penny because I did not want to lose Billy, and I didn't want to lose Minrika. I thought I, I, everyone else on the cast is an absolute dynamo for one reason or another, and they just did not do it for me. Yes, and I, I will I will say uh, you know again we are talking about the first four episodes, so we will be spoiling anything within those first four episodes. In this podcast, uh, we can even give you the uh, oh, sorry. spoiler song, but not really. Uh, no, we don't need a spoiler song. Uh, so, yes, um, I was very pleased. I was very pleased. Uh, Penny, the first real person evicted in real in a different way than you might normally say. It. They didn't come back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I said real person, but they were there are people. Typically, how we like to talk about the players in the circle is that we refer to them by their catfish name um, more so than their actual name. So uh, we'll we'll refer to Penny as Penny as in, as opposed to Jamie and Millie. Um, and the same is true of uh, of, you know, like Gemma and Saeed and all that. Right. So uh, that's that's how we will operate moving forward. That's typically how the circle does it as well, because other players refer to them as their catfish name. So the circle announcer usually does as well. And so it's just a little bit easier. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, Penny, it, it, they just they weren't prepared. They I think a classic mistake of any catfish that comes onto the circle is um, they think. Let, this is a this is a character that I've come up with and it's a caricature. It's it's a few lines of detail and then there's no actual life behind it. And so they end up seeming very boring and playing it very safe. And there's nothing to really open up about because they're not being themselves. And so there's no real there's no real depth to the character there, Rowan. You oh, don't Karen. you don't think having a few bad relationships is depth? <laughs> Karen? That's I mean, that's the whole personality. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there are definitely people who are their whole personality is uh, failed relationships, clearly. Let's just say how it is when it comes to Penny. Penny is stale bread. She does not belong in this cast. In a reality TV show cast, she sticks out like a sore thumb because, let me just read, read you her bio. This is the bio that she had in the circle. Oh my, it sounds just like a Russian bot has made this up. Quote for quote, I'm a sociable, fun person who doesn't take myself very seriously. My friends and family are very important to me, as is my dog Poppy. I live in South London and love a drink with my girlfriends. That is about as generic as you can possibly get. Rowan, I absolutely love that point that if you're just looking at it based on, if you know reality television, they're not casting Penny. They're not casting that woman. That's an excellent, excellent point. Yeah. And like Manrique is someone who immediately read this and was like, this seems very generic. It did remind me of, you know, the Tinder profiles that, you know, you saw on, on the internet that was like, I drink tequila, I love tacos, and I like to curl up with my dog and watch Netflix. It's like, yep, you are every person in the world. Congratulations. <laughs> We're all the same. Yeah. I mean, should we should we even mention the profile picture as well, which looks like it was taken from like the <laughs> first page of a Google search result for <laughs> attractive older woman? Like it just looks so generic and almost too professional to look real, really, really poorly played by by the duo here, the father and daughter duo. Yeah, the 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 photo, the profile photo was like uh, like me showing up in a regular Zoom meeting with this background. Uh, like like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Just trying a little bit too hard here. Yeah. Um. So uh, that was Penny. I like I said, I was I was pretty uh, pleased for Penny to be the first one. Uh, they seemed like perfectly fine people, but uh, they did not really belong there in the circle. Um. We then have um. So we have Chris, aka Yolanda, aka Orange Tally. Um. And uh. So Yolanda comes in as Chris, who is her husband. Um, and that is who she is catfishing as. Um, but she immediately gets blocked and then has to come back in as one of the uh, players in the game. She's going to choose Tally, who we will talk about. Um, but uh, but how did we feel about Yolanda as Chris at first here? Because I also felt like this was another miss for me. But yeah. I, it was a huge misstep for me. The minute I saw Yolanda, I was like, I can't wait to see Yolanda in the circle. And then she's like, but I'm going as my husband, Chris. And I thought, no, please, please don't. Cause I think ultimately, especially when you look at the makeup of the cast, Chris was supposed to be like the biggest lad in there. And like, I don't think this was a cast that was going to play to that really well. Um, I thought Yolanda was someone who had a lot of personality who I genuinely, especially once we got to the orange tally of it all, I couldn't help but want, find myself wanting orange tally to be the one to stick around. 
I don't know if that's mm-hmm. going to be a hot take. We'll get to it. But I liked everything about Yolanda. I disliked everything there was about Chris as the profile choice because I just felt like it was not going to pan out for me. I don't think it was going to pan out on the on the platform either. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, she uh, she's going to initiate initiate like a lads chat. Um, and, uh, she is probably the laddiest of the lads in lad chat because she's trying too hard. Like all the other guys are like, uh, you know, Vithan, who we'll talk about is just like, um, is Vithan and, and Billy is Billy. And, uh, and, and this Chris is the only one that's like, ah, yeah, who let's talk about the girls. Let's, this is what the, this is what lads do, right? Let's let's uh, locker room talk, uh, and they're just like, uh, what? Oh yeah, Chris was an absolute snooze fest. He feels so cookie cutter, like he's just been ripped straight off of Love Island, and Love Island does not have a good reputa- reputation for casting diversity in terms of race or character sort of archetypes. Um, and yeah, he was just too generic to survive. Really, he just screamed catfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to see that uh, Gemma blocks uh, Chris right away. So let's let's talk about Tally and then we'll circle back to Orange Tally. Um, Tally is a 23 year old uh, geezer bird um, from uh, um, from a place that I don't know. Um, and so uh, she, uh, she I, honestly, uh, the only thing I really remember about her now is that she's been cloned. That's like that's her entire her entire thing on the show now is that she's uh, she was cloned. I haven't seen like any of her personality outside of the fact that she's so, so annoyed about the cloning situation. Haley. I love Tally. Um, I think she's so much fun. Uh, I think she was the right person to clone on on Yolanda's part. And I thought Yolanda was brilliant at Orange Tally. She mm-hmm. was not good at Chris. She was brilliant at Orange Tally. Um, I think Tally is a lot of fun, and I like her more than I was expecting. And I appreciate that her and Manrika get along so well i was kind of worried that we were gonna get these two hot gals coming in and like hating each other and being like i hate the other hot gal but they're they really bonded over being geezer birds which is i mean what more could you want i love the alliance i love manrika and i love tally and i love them together but hashtag geezer girls is just not it geezer girl is just the classic sort of girl like oh i'm not like other girls i'm just one of the lads yeah that's what it just, felt like oh my god I've, it just reeks of clamoring for male acceptance I'm and they s- keep on trying to make geezer bird happen and it's not gonna happen <laughs> i'm so confused about this term because isn't isn't and maybe i'm wrong but like geezer for me is like an old old person and i feel like i've heard people in the uk refer to old people as geezers as well I guess it's a term that can take many different forms. How I see it, Geezer is just a sort of like salt of the earth guy. He doesn't think he's better than anybody else. He's just just your mate. Like Mm -hmm. he's just a complete mate. Easy to be around. Yeah, yeah. Guy at the pub. Do you know like what what is the equivalent U.S. terminology for a Geezer bird? Geezer. Like Ooh. I'm like uh, I'm one of the guys, right? I'm more of a guys girl. Is guys what girl? It would be. Okay, yeah. Okay, and that's the best way to sum it up. That's the best way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, the uh, the geezer geezer gals for life. 
Um, that's uh, that's Tally, and uh, um, uh, uh, we have um, Manrika as the uh, the other geezer girl here. Um, Manrika is very fun, though. Uh, I um, I Manrika is somebody that uh, when having to choose between orange and blue, Tally really went in on the, she can recognize a fellow geezer gal um and uh, she really went hard for uh for real tally um but uh we also saw her opening up a bit in the most recent episode and uh and i i'm i'm finding myself really enjoying uh, manrika here yeah. i love her i love her so much she's so fun like for me manrika is someone i immediately vibed with because i understand her like i know being someone who has two identities with your family and with your non-family especially coming from a culture like that so seeing manrika being like yeah like with my family i'm here then by myself with my friends i'm at the clubs i'm having fun i'm goofing off i was like yep i love all of that she brings energy which i do appreciate from her i love that she's playing herself and not being a catfish um and i and i definitely did i like how much she cares for original tally, blue tally. I love that. Um, maybe a little too much into, into being How friends with tally. Great. Would it have been if she was wrong? That'd be so funny. If she stumped for the wrong tally, it would have been great. Oh, it would have been great. Gold TV gold right mm-hmm. there. Just how adamantly, how passionately she was fighting for who she thought was OG tally. Ah, oh, man. If only it could have worked out that way. Yeah. Um, so we also have uh, Andy in the circle. Andy is a 31 or sorry, 34 year old, um, kind of a family guy. Uh, he's got a wife and kids. Um, he seems to be our sort of uh, prototypical catfish hunter. Um, I am a genuine person and uh, anyone that is not a genuine person uh, should be judged. Um, accordingly, uh, I, I, I've, I enjoy, I enjoy Andy. Um, I think that, uh, it's, it's fun watching him play detective a bit. Um, I just hope that he does not become one of those sort of like very self-righteous, like, uh, how dare other people catfish in a game where the point is that there are catfish uh only us uh, genuine people deserve to be in this game the, those people frustrate me yeah so far andy i think it's safe to say he's been our sort of moral compass personified like he's not gonna lie cheat and steal to win this game he's a man of his word I'm kind of hoping he breaks that mold a little bit. I would love to see his character progress to really understand that this is a game. Mm -hmm. It's okay to lie. The foundation of this format is lying. But regardless of that fact, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I am always, always just drawn to the villain, usually in these shows, and Andy's nothing but a hero. I like him a lot. Mm. I'm really, really liking him. I, I can't even quite put a finger on why. For me, I like him a lot too. Despite also seeing what Taryn's saying, where I could see like three episodes from now, he's going to be very about himself of like, how dare anyone be not themselves and be fake. And and you can tell he wants to share his story. He's been the guy who like through like three or four different conversations, like opening up about how he lost his bowels when he was 18 um, and, and all of that. So he's like very open with that stuff. I do feel very comfortable with him. Like, I feel like if I was in the circle and I'm talking to him, I would open up to this guy. I would, I would give him my soul. So 
I enjoy him as well, but I do see him as being someone who is going to be the more following the straight line of you're either a good person or you're a catfish and there's no other thing you can be. Do you think he's going to be the one who's most mad learning that Saeed is a catfish or that anyone in particular is a catfish? I think so. I think he's going to feel hoodwinked, right? And I think that's the big thing with him is that he's going to take it as a personal slight against him that you lied to him about not being who you are, even though the objective of the game is be the most popular and try and win the money. So he's someone that I do think is, and, and I like what you mentioned in the beginning, Rowan, with regards to uh, with, with UK reality TV, it's been a lot more focused on popularity and you called this diet strategy where he's in the middle. He's like, clearly his ratings are strategic, but then there's this part of him that he can't let go of the, whether you're a catfish or not, I'll work with you. I don't think he's like that. If he found out somebody's working with his catfish, I don't think he's going to be able to put it aside. Mm-hmm. That's All exactly right. it. One thing I must say about Andy that I'm really excited just to see see where the show goes is that he's created, and we all know his stance on catfish. He's strong, strongly anti-catfish. But the closest connections he's made so far, I would say all the way back in episode one with Gemma, well, Gemma, who is in fact James, mm-hmm. and he bonded really closely with Saeed over being a father as well. And personally, just from a villainous, cold-hearted standpoint, I can't wait to see all of these sort of blow up. That's what we love in reality TV shows. Yeah, it's uh, Andy definitely strikes me as the person who if so let's say let's say in the final reveal like both Gemma and Saeed are still there. Like he's the one that's going to be like making it uncomfortable like uh wow. Really? Uh, who was it who was it in the US version that was really upset that Rebecca was a catfish? In the US version um was it um 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 wow Should wow be? yes oh my god yeah that was gonna bother me or um with season one uh with kate was dan dan yeah dan's outrage to this day is the best thing that's happened on the circle yes. for me it's the best moment we've yeah. had easily like, hands down no debate the best moment we've had and we can only pray that we're gonna get another one right oh so Just good even like, thinking Freddy? back to it makes me like ah yeah so and good. i feel like saeed's character even I actually I feel like both of them both Saeed and Gemma they're using these like touch points that feel so so deep mm-hmm. and even and even Saeed's like I don't feel good about this and and I'm willing to give Saeed a bit more of a pass because the Saeed character is somebody he knows in real life and somebody mm-hmm. he's trying to represent and trying to put a good image out where it feels like um picking Dumba as like an NHS nurse, especially in a time where the NHS is so both like hotly contested and so beloved. And um they they've gone through so much in the last year that picking picking an NHS nurse because you know they're going to be popular. Oh, it hurts it's, me. It's truly I'm incredible. So nervous. And we should we should add the cherry on top as well. It's not just an NHS nurse who quite rightly are regarded as heroes. It's a pediatric yeah. nurse. How can you hate a nurse who cares for sick yeah. and vulnerable children? Yeah. It is just the archetype of a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Saeed character makes makes more sense to me and I feel like people are going to be more willing to forget that that this guy who used to basically play a villain on reality television, making up this character who he knew everyone was going to love. Like the point of the American gladiator that the 
what, what were they called? It, like just, uh, gladiators? Just, just gladiators. Yeah. The point of them was to like ruin the chances of these people who wanted to like win money and win a competition. So like, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like that one's going to be the one that really blows up. Yeah, I do. And I, I hope Gemma makes it to the end so that we can see that. Yeah. I feel like a recurring theme on the circle is not only the catfish go in thinking that they're going to play excellent characters and then they completely fall flat because there's no detail, but also uh, people who like they don't fully think it through where it's like, uh, like, oh, it's a popularity contest and you can pretend to be whoever you want. Well, who's the most popular person I can think of? This person. Easy. I'll be this person. And they go in and then living it day to day, they realize oh this feels terrible i regret everything Mm -hmm. and now i'm stuck because i've already started the lie and now i'm stuck in the lie um and watching people go through that emotional development is very interesting to me um so uh so yes that's that's saeed that's basically where saeed is um as uh we have hashu a uh i believe he said he was a content creator um and uh, and I definitely get that vibe from him. Um mm-hmm. but uh but he is playing Said who is um he he I think at first said it was his uncle but then he said it was his father's friend so I think that in this case he's using the term uncle as a um I don't know what you call it but uh, yeah. like a friendly sort of term We of all endearment. have those aunts and yes. uncles who are that are just like they got the title somehow and you're like all right we'll allow it it's cool. I Listen, when Hashu walked out, I was like, I've met this guy. I've been friends with this guy. I know him. And then I saw the character he picked. I was panicked for him. I thought there's no way. And, and then here we come. He, he's playing this role. My favorite part of Hashu playing Saeed is that he does the accent for himself for Saeed while reading the stuff out, which you can tell this is he's met this person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and to be that person, he has to hear that person and the way he per- stumbles on the pronunciations of everything to make it as original as possible, I think is helping him big time. I think that my intrigue with his storyline beyond the fact that I'm full on rooting for Saeed is that I can definitely see him having very conflicting feelings about doing this. The more and more he talks about the family stuff, it gets worse. We've seen this in other seasons where it's like, Oh, I'm talking about kids that do not exist and I'm starting to feel bad about it. So he is definitely someone who is, who is doing it well. And I'm very much seeing him do it well. And he's, you know, he's again, this is like accent. Everything is all from his background. Like he's drawing from his own experiences, which I think he shouldn't feel bad about, but it's very clear it's bothering him. Yeah. And, and I think, I think another part of this too, is that like, he's taking a real persona a real person with a real backstory. He's using that backstory and persona. Um, but something that he said in episode four really struck me as like, this is how you catfish successfully is that he was like, I'm going to be me in this moment. I'm going to just be me. And I'm going to try to filter it through uh, the persona of Saeed. Um, and I think that is so necessary because when you just try to pretend to be somebody else and like, this goes even for people who are playing themselves, who are being quote unquote genuine, is that they often feel the need to just, you know, be like completely uh, fake, quote unquote, to everyone uh, because they need to be nice to everyone and win as many allies as possible. So they end up just being very generic, not showing enough of themselves um, because they're hiding behind this layer of 
um, of like trying to play this game. And so I think it's so important to genuinely be yourself, whether you're a catfish or not. And then if you want to filter it through something else, you can, um, you know, part of kind of, you know, what we've learned through the circle is that being a catfish doesn't really do anything for you other than cause disadvantages. Um, but, uh, but if you are going to be one, I think you have to be as yourself as possible. Um, if there's, if there's one more thing about Hashu, it's a little bit off topic, but I don't know if you guys caught when, I mean, Pula, Puya, you already, you already alluded to it. That photo that they chose was really questionable. And in the first episode, when they sort of had these like photos flashing by of Saeed, Saeed on the outside world looks like the most interesting person. I don't know if you guys caught this. So interesting. Like, I, I love Hashu. I think he's really mm-hmm. delivering on the show. One of my favorite uh, contestants. But seeing those photos, I kind of wish Saeed was in there just playing himself because I truly think he would be one of the most sort of incredible characters those photos just he hasn't spoken a single word obviously but those photos really sold me he just likes dressing up he just likes being wacky he almost just sounds exactly like hashu's impression yeah i for me it reminds me of i think hashu is definitely someone who um is a fan of the show this is him getting his best tim type person on. Yes. Because Tim was such a novelty and I genuinely feel like um, Saeed is also a novelty. Like I aspire to be the age that Saeed is uh, whoever, whatever Saeed's real name is and have photos like that of me being goofy in costume. I want all of it. So that was a, and he has an incredible portfolio of stuff to select from. So I do agree. It's a great pick and I do wish we saw actual Saeed on the circle. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have seen some people uh, who who do not like the the accent. Some people feel like the accent is a little bit offensive. Um, mm-hmm. I I personally I'm not sure uh, like where I would stand on that, considering that uh, that you know uh, Hashu is somebody who you know this is somebody he knows. This is his own backstory, his own heritage. Um, like, uh, but but I have seen some some contention about this. 
Yeah. So with regards to accents and stuff, especially, I think the more and more we get to we're in 2021 impressions, accents, stuff, it becomes a bit of a gray area. Right. So specifically um, for myself, I'm going to speak on myself. I have an Iranian background. I'm Persian. So I will freely do the Persian accent to to mock my own. Um, or to like, you know, make, do an impression of my dad. You know, he talks like this, he pronounces like very specifically. I do that. So I, and if I'm trying to get in character, I don't mind doing that. I, I can tell that he is picking from his own background. So I don't think it's, um, in any way a problem. However, everyone is entitled to be feeling, you know, any type of way about this, specifically, especially if it's someone with his background. Um, it is a little bit different because I do think, um, I don't know his specific specific um background as far as country goes um so i can't speak on that all that much but there are many regional accents so for example if someone is from um the middle east so whether you're from uh like syria or you are from the uae you're from saudi people generally have like an arabic accent they'll throw on and it kind of works there so i feel like there's also a lot of this generalization, which comes on with like Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, India, that kind of have a similar cadence to their conversation that gets generalized when you make an accent. So it's like, he'll do the accent and it can come off as like four or five different countries worth of accents just because of that generalization. So that's, I think where the problem lies, where the gray area lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that is, I, he's, he's doing an excellent job so far, uh, at the very least here. Said. Um, we also have Billy, a 19 year old, uh, the youngest person on the circle. And, um, he is, uh, he's, he's been, he's been fine so far. It seems like his biggest storyline is, uh, him versus trying to cook. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> really, Fulfilling the stereotype of a 19-year-old boy uh, not understanding how to work the stove here, Rowan. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a bit of a shame. It is the only rivalry that we've had so far. Uh, all the way back in episode one is Billy versus the oven. Who will reign supreme in the end of this fiery battle? We don't know. But I'm a little bit hot and cold on Billy just because... Now, Haley, you might get this, being this sort of UK TV savant. I'm getting really, really strong rip-off Joey Essex vibes. And I just don't think that's something that we need on UK TV at the moment. Like, I'm actually enjoying Billy, but when we have Joey Essex, we don't need a knockoff. Oh, that's funny. That's, you, you, do, you, do you think he, uh, Billy should have brought a copy of Joey Essex's book into, into the circle? I think so. Why not, you know? I think it, it fits his mold pretty well. I... When I saw the cast release video, I didn't really think I was going to like Billy. I just feel like we've seen 5 billion 19-year-old guys on the show, and they're all kind of like, well, I've never left home before, blah, blah, blah. But the moment he was like, I'm not going to catfish anyone as anyone, because I'm too stupid to pull it off. I was like, I like Billy. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's got like a little bit of self-awareness here. Um, and... I liked that he was willing to go against the grain and, um, you know, want to save Orange Tally. And he also realizes that that might screw him over in the end. Um, I like his approach to the game. It feels kind of hands off. Um, so that might not be a, everybody's favorite tactic, but I've, I've been enjoying Billy more than I was expecting to. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that's Billy. We also have, uh, as we talked about, James the Gladiator uh, portraying Gemma. 
who was our first influencer. Um, and this is also usually what happens, I think, with the catfish is that they will often on first impressions be very popular and then immediately start falling behind once they, you know, the lack of actual personal content really starts to, uh, to drag them down. Um, but, uh, so, uh, James, I've, I've actually enjoyed James, uh, on the show. I love his dogs. Um, he's, he's, he, he's actually very funny and he seems like a perfectly, uh, nice guy. Um, just doing the most devious thing on the circle so far. Oh yeah. In terms of his dogs, like I am a sucker for pets on the circle. I love Dan's turtle all the way back in season one. Yes. I love Tim, Tim's cat in season two. Like I'm a simple man. I'm easy to please. Just give me something cute on my screen. But Taryn, as you said, James has surprised me a lot. Because James, I suppose you'd class him as a sort of like D E list celebrity anyway. And I really thought he was going to enter this game and just play it so safe. I thought he was going to be scared about his reputation. I thought he was going to be scared about pushing the, the buttons of the public. But he's come in here just like, like a wrecking ball swinging around, choosing the most controversial catfish. And I love him for it. I absolutely love him. Yeah. I think he also did the clever thing, which is. He's obviously not a nurse, so he's leaned heavily into this yoga thing. Um, and he's obviously a very, like, he does a lot of yoga himself. He's a very physically fit guy. So he's leaning into what he knows, what feels, you know, genuine to him and implanting that into the Gemma persona, which I think is helping uh, him maintain his, his cover here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely loving him and everything he's given us so far. Immediately, though, my thought was, Okay, so who is in charge of walking these dogs and 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 making sure they go to the bathroom? That's one hundred percent. Like, there's got to be someone that comes in and like, I want to be James. James gets all the cuddling and none of the work, and it's like that's <laughs> it's a great spot to be in. Like, he's he's chilling. He really is. Uh, but no, I'm I'm loving everything he's doing with Gemma. He is definitely leaning on the the exercise portion of Gemma. Is all him. I think he's been able to pull out the heartstrings, right? And I'm liking that. I'm seeing no real remorse from him because I do think you need that to fully allow yourself to become the person. And I think that the the difference between him and and Saeed is that with Saeed I'm feeling the bit of the struggle to do it do I think Saeed can overcome it absolutely but just right out the gate it's very clear that Gemma did too good of a job because it got influencer in the beginning and then everyone's like mm, stay back now yes I'm worried Gemma's gonna burn out mm-hmm. it's possible with all the work yeah it's a lot yeah I mean I can only I can imagine at some point like because uh, a nurse is a dangerous one, too, where it's like, like what if somebody has a medical question? Billy's going to burn himself yeah. on the stove and then immediately be like, Gemma, what should I do for my second degree burn? And she's going to be and Gemma's going to be like. Wrap it in newspaper and then a little bit of soap, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. We've already seen James being tested by this by Andy, I believe it was, in the yoga room, Mm -hmm. who told, I think this was Andy's first telling of his uh, missing his bowel story. And I think James played it flawlessly. He didn't raise any suspicions whatsoever. So I've got to give him a round of applause. I don't know how he's doing it. And Taryn, as you alluded to, being a catfish on the circle is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And it's a damn hard marathon to run. So if he manages to do it, sort of like like Kate in season one and go all the way and win it, you've got to take your hats off to him. 
Like, that's incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, finally, we have uh, Vithan, um, who is, uh, you know, like, I saw Vithan, I was like, um, I think I'm going to like him, but maybe I won't. You know, you never know with the, with this kind of character. Uh, but I, I've actually really loved Vithan. I really, I really enjoy his personality. Um, and I'm just like, I love how like unemotional he is about He's everything. So dry. Yeah. Why are you and relating I, to this? I, I, I loved, I love that he suspected that Orange Tally was not the real Tally, but he didn't care. Yeah, he was like, I'm he was like, I don't. I'm he's like, you. I'm not voting for who the re- real tally is. I'm voting for who I want to stay in. I think that's perfectly reasonable because, yeah, Orange Tally made more of a more of an effort to have a conversation with him. And I just I love how deadpan he is mm-hmm. without like trying to be sarcastic or anything. He's just like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I he even he even said he was like, I'm tempted to keep Orange Tally in just to troll. Uh, just. I love funnier. that from him. I love that. I was now, like, that's what I was thinking. I love it. In terms of Vithan, I have got a bit of a love-hate relationship because he's bringing everything that I want to see. Some strategy in a UK show. I am crying out for that. I love it. I think his read on the game has been largely really, really good. And I think he could be the strategic player that the UK is just crying out for. But I've got a little bit of little bit little inkling of personal beef uh, beef with Vith, uh, with Vithin, in that uh, I was recently on a show here in the UK, and he's very very active on uh, UK Twitter when it comes Ooh. to sort of reality TV shows. And yeah, maybe he didn't beef? have real some, beef. He didn't have some very complimentary things to say about me. I'm <laughs> Do you have the he, screenshots? Can you read them? For oh, us? I've got the receipts. I've got, don't, don't you worry. I've got the receipts. You think I'd come here without the receipts? No, he called me uh, cocky. He called me smug. Uh, he said that I was playing an awful game. And you know what? I might just repay the favor. Uh, but damn it. I'm obsessed. I, I want to. I want to be the bitter Betty. I want to just come on here and just tell you that I hate him. But I don't. I like the game he's playing. He's won. Well, not quite won me over. Not quite won me over yet. It's going to be an uphill battle for him. I'll tell you that. Are you going to slide into his DMs after this? Uh, well, I did. Actually, he's inter- home. So slide into his DMs right now. I could do. Like, oh, you want it mid podcast? Yeah. I think- <laughs> I'll do it if just the, for you. If you're listening, hey, what's up? Rowan is sliding into your DMs right now. Look, I ignored it when he initially tweeted it just because, like, I mean, there was plenty. And let me tell you, plenty of other people in the UK who did not like the game that I was playing. But, but they didn't something. end up on the circle. I know, I know. When I saw his cast announcement, I was just a little bit gobsmacked. Um, <laughs> this is you know, the best that's thing the thing. Say whatever you want. Say I'm cocky. Say I'm smug. Maybe I was a little bit. It's TV. You got to act up. Don't come for my gameplay. Don't you dare come for my gameplay. Okay. Because especially if you say that, I'm going to be super critical of your gameplay. You best believe. <laughs> Funny. Well, okay. I have a question, though. Was this directed? Like, did he tag you or was he just like, was he trying to, to hurt you or was he just kind of like doing his own thing? It was it was targeted. It was uh, oh, I think Vivian. it was a tweet that I was tagged in and he commented under it. But there's at least three or four separate tweets that he talks about me. So, yeah, I mean. Like, take away those Twitter fingers, boy. What are you doing? You don't need to be a Twitter warrior. What are you I, doing? Uh, this, is, this is the best on podcast revelation I've ever heard. <laughs> this reveal was worth every oh. second. I loved it. Well, um, his bio says he's a tea speller and a shade thrower, so. 
I know. What did I expect? What did I expect? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see because he's definitely the audience favorite so far. And that's kind of painful to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, we will see how his character develops. Definitely the most strategic. I would like to see a little bit more personality from him. I think the whole sort of game bot is okay for now, but you can't ride that wave until the end. That's yeah, not going to satisfy I, the viewers. I, clearly, the producers missed out on an opportunity to have you come in as Orange Vithin. Uh, oh, <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been spicy just stuff. Call out Blue Vithin. I think you are a little smug, actually. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he w- he wouldn't get it. I'm, I get the impression I'm not the first um, TV sort of contestant that he's maybe had some strong words about on Twitter. Mm, okay. But, I mean, we'll see. I did pull up I don't a tweet forget. and he said he doesn't have an issue with your gameplay, to be fair. Oh, really? Oh, let's see the receipts I have. <laughs> My issue is not with Rowan's gameplay. It's with the cockiness and smugness in which he carries himself regarding it. Oh, that that is one. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Not like I'm bitter or anything. Come on. Yeah, Rowan sadly isn't my cup of tea. Oh. Uh, honestly, don't get this game plan from Rowan. Oh, um, gosh. Ro- Rowan really thought he did something. I'm there's, crying. There's so many tweets about you. That's just outstanding. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. If you guys want a really entertaining evening, just look up Rowan the Bridge and just go to town because it is a laugh riot. My God. <laughs> like, when you get like, UK what did Twitter you, fired what did you up, do? I was a villain on a reality TV show. That's all I did. And the UK did- hates that so, so very much. But yeah, they decided to just slip into my DMs and oh my uh, yeah, weren't exactly very kind about it. The Rowan works hard, the, uh, but Rowan uh, works harder. Rowan, on the other hand, is extremely <laughs> irritable. Oh my god, irritable! <laughs> it's on a TV show. I'm playing the best villain I can possibly be. Yeah. <laughs> Rowan is single-handedly getting the Bridge a BAFTA nomination. Congratulations. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one a lot. But yeah, honestly, if anyone, you guys, anyone listening, anyone watching, Go and give yourself, do yourself a favor. Go and look up the reaction. But that's the thing. That's the incredible thing. Now, we will get back to the circle, I swear. I don't want to take us on We're never tangent. going back after this. I'm sorry. The reaction, the reaction from the UK and the US was so seismically different. I cannot get my head around it. I think it's maybe just because the US is more akin to seeing villains on TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The US have been nothing but lovely. And I wasn't expecting it. Nothing but lovely things. The UK, oh my God, they were coming for blood. They had like mob mentality. They had their pitchforks out, and they were coming for my. Yeah, Rowan like, has damn. had to has had to find uh, amnesty in a U.S. podcast here uh, because <laughs> the U.K. won't have him anymore. I just I'm saw one right one like um, one tweet. I'm not going to read it because there's some bad language in it. Of like a picture of you and a picture of King Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I got I got Joffrey. I got Littlefinger a lot. Um, I mean, all um, very complimentary comparisons, I would say. You seem Clearly. thrilled with this, though, for the most part. Like, it seems oh. like you're taking it well. Oh, I really am. I've screenshotted every single one. And if, if ever I'm feeling like, ugh, rainy day outside, I just look at the tweets and, like, I triggered people so much that they had to tweet. They had to go out of their way to tweet about me. And that brings me so much satisfaction and joy. I, I think you're right that the UK reality sphere is is just different. And it seems like you engage in a lot of US reality shows so that's kind of probably what you were modeling your gameplay after. Ugh. This is just the best thing I've ever heard. This is a tangent I did not expect to go down, but (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Welcome to RHAP, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) It's a pleasure to be here. Um, 
As far as Vithin goes, for me, I think I can definitely see the appeal, right? Because every season they seem to have someone that's like the complete fish out of water. You know, Tim was the season two guy in the US. We had Shubham who was kind of like the, I don't know how to talk with people. Let me see how it goes. And now you've got Vithin who's kind of following that same um, archetype, which genuinely will do well because it's one of those where it's like you don't expect to like it. You don't expect, you don't know what you're going to see. They're telling you that they're not good with people and then they speak and you're like, you know what? You're good with people. They clearly like you. I like you. And like, it's endearing, right? It's all endearing. So I definitely see all of that. I've had ups and downs with my, with my uh, fandom of Vithin. We'll see where it goes. We're four episodes in right now. It's on the upward. Cause we did finish on the, I'm going to troll vote orange tally. Love that. Let's see where we go from here. You know, it's funny. Cause I, it, it, he said that he would do it just to troll. And then we found out that he likes to troll on the internet. <laughs> Not that surprising, I guess. Yeah, he might have a history. He might have practice in that. But no, I'm excited to see what he brings. I hope he just goes like full steam ahead with the strategy. That's what I love to see. And if he can get away with it, I take my hat off to him. All right. Um. So, uh, that's our cast. That's our cast. It's a fun cast. Um. We uh we got straight into it in the episodes. Uh, Gemma very quickly becoming a first impressions influencer, a soul influencer. And it was up to him to uh, lock somebody all by himself. And uh, this was a tough spot to be in. And it was the first example of it seems like the strategy for the season, which is if you block somebody and they're a catfish, then you did good. If you block somebody and they were not a catfish, what are you trying to do? Are you a catfish? Are you trying to be a strategic player? Um, it seems like everyone is playing strategically and the strategic game is to mask your strategic game by pretending that you care about the catfishes and getting rid of the catfishes. It's very interesting. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a fascinating little slice of UK television mm. and being a contestant on UK TV is that there's like inklings, there's like a little foundation of strategy there. But from my personal experience, if you get found out for being a game player, if you get found out for playing a game, having a strategy, you're villainized and you are a target. You, you can almost guarantee you the next one out of the door. And yeah, it's, it's really strange to see on the, on the circle, the sort of adamancy to get these catfish out. Why not just get them on your side? If you're, if you've got a good relationship and I'm skipping ahead a little bit here, but when Andy and Saeed, they blocked Penny eventually, this is a little bit later down the road. Andy specifically said, like, maybe I should keep Penny. Like, that's an almost guaranteed high ranking for me. But ultimately, his passion, his drive to be this detective and get those catfish out won over him. And I just, it boggles my mind. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's definitely interesting because I think in season two, we really saw a clash of philosophy, right? Where... Um, there were people who genuinely were like, it's all about finding the catfish. It's all about being a genuine person. And then there was the other side that was like, we don't care at all. Uh, we're making an alliance and, uh, we are going to win this thing. Um, and one of them did. Uh, so, uh, so I, it seems like we are having this sort of hybrid situation where the strategy is to pretend to be one of the Tim's. Uh, and, uh, but in reality, um, like down the line, I think they're going to start to be a little bit more alliancey, right? Uh, well, I, and I just think that Penny just wasn't worth saving. Like, yeah. are you really gonna, you know, 
are you really going to blow your load on Penny? Like, I don't think so. I mean, like, wait, you're going to wait. You're going to waste mm-hmm. your strategic input. You're going to waste your like one burn vote. You're going to waste that on Penny. Like, no, like, I think you save her for later down the line. Maybe do Saeed. Like, you save Saeed if if trouble comes away, or you save Gemma because Gemma is obviously somebody you've had a connection with. Like Penny, really? Yeah. No. Like to me, it's a big thing of you watch what the first rankings are. That's first impressions, right? So Saeed is the second to last pennies the last and it's like that's that's the bottom you're literally starting rock bottom what are you gonna do to jump out of there you're gonna have to make conversation you're gonna have to you know make a better impression moving forward Said clearly did that because Said is now sitting in the influencer spot the next round whereas penny is still in the middle and you can tell is literally would have been bottom if not for the fact that people tank the last two influencers so that they wouldn't get the spot so then what does that tell you as someone who's potentially thinking of working with penny is that Penny's just always kind of not going to give me anything worth using because outside of her ranking, she is never going to be influencer to save my butt. So the ranking's great, but then also that might make you a bit of a threat. So there's many layers to it. Do I think that someone like Andy is firing off on all the cylinders? No, because like Rowan's just talked about this ad nauseum of like playing that kind of way is not common in the UK. And then when it is, you're, you're seen as the villain. Um, and I don't think Andy is going to be anywhere close to that role for the meanwhile. So it was very intriguing to me that that's where they went, but ultimately you can always mask it behind the, but I got a catfish. So whatever you say, validate, I validated my decision by doing this. Like it's a great get out of jail free card by just having a catfish unmasked really. Yeah. And, and I, I do think it's, it is probably the right call early on, especially because um, the circle is not a game that rewards you dragging goats to, through the game. Right. Uh, this is not Big Brother or Survivor where it's like, hey, a number's a number. And if they can't beat me in the end, even better. Uh, because the goat will beat you in the end in the circle. Yes. Um, and so if you are protecting somebody like Penny, because Penny will always rate you higher, that's a detriment to you, not only in the end game, where somebody like Penny will be rated very highly because nobody will expect that Penny will be rated very highly, but also throughout the game. Yes, you'll be rated higher. But that just means that you will continue to be seen as more and more of a threat. Um, And and so it's it's not very good for you. And toward the end of the game, nobody's going to want to take out Penny. They're going to want to take out threats. Um, And so I think it is actually the better move. I I think in the circle, you want as many big, likable threats in the game as possible. You just need to make sure that those people are also on your side so that they're not taking you out when they're influencer. That's probably the best strategy uh, to play to play the game. And so somebody like Penny may seem appealing, but it, I think it's actually a little bit of a trap uh, to think, oh, I'm going to I'm going to save Penny. I'm going to like uh, drag Penny along. Mm, I don't think that's actually good for you. People are going to wonder why you're trying so hard to save somebody mm-hmm. that nobody's really into. Yes. That yeah. is one thing I frankly love. That's why I love talking about the po- uh, about the circle. That's why I love this podcast talking about the circle is that I don't think anyone's really anyone on the show, at least has really played this perfect strategy yet. It's still sort of working itself out. The show, the format itself is still sort of molding and becoming what it needs to be. And the contestants are sort of helping it, helping it along the way. So we're really seeing this and we can speculate and we can guess what they should have done. And it makes it a real joy to sort of watch and talk about. Absolutely. So um, we're going to see that Gemma blocks Chris. It's a correct call. Uh, Yolanda reveals that she was catfishing. And then 
we get our first real twist of the season, and that is that Yolanda is coming back into the circle, and she has to choose one player to impersonate, and uh, she is going to choose Tally. Um, she feels like Tally is one of the more generic uh, people that would be easy to impersonate, and I feel like in the end, she probably made the right call. She did a very good job of impersonating Tally. Uh, I think there were people that that believed her. Um, but unfortunately for her, there were a lot of people that did not believe her. Um, because this is, I think this is a tall task to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. and to, to be somebody who is pretending to be somebody else who has already established themselves. Um, there are just so many little things that I think you wouldn't think to say being the impersonator versus being the genuine person. And it's like, how angry should I be? How amused should I be? Uh, they're all different questions, but uh, how did you guys feel about this uh, this imposter twist, uh, Haley? What, what, were your, what were your thoughts on it? I was excited about a twist. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was fun. I was glad that Yolanda had more time to show us who she is, um, more time to be a character. I thought she played Orange Tally really well. I just feel like it's a twist that might be a little short sighted. Um, one, I just, I felt bad that it was, it was somebody's game is going to be blown up no matter what. Didn't matter who Yolanda picked. The other person's game is kind of screwed. It's, it's marred for the rest of the game. Um, if, if Orange Tally had stayed, would Blue Tally have recorded a video? Yeah, that's my big question. Yeah. It's me. So obviously you got a catfish there. Obviously you picked wrong. And like, it just felt like there was no, there was nowhere for Yolanda to be able to go any farther than this exact episode. Yeah, that's, that's definitely my question. You know, will, I mean, will Orange Tally, will Yolanda now record a video? Because that will basically exonerate um, the real Tally. And, uh, and the maybe real Tally. Right. The thing is, you still have, you can still have doubt that Blue Tally is a catfish, where if, orange tally stayed in there's no there there's no doubt that she is a catfish mm-hmm. exactly um so yeah there's definitely some some weird stuff of, uh, uh regarding that but i did like this twist i thought it was very fun um to have uh you know somebody trying to impersonate somebody and and like i feel like tally was a great person for it to happen to considering how upset she got i i do feel like it maybe lasted too long because tally just like never got over it uh which which was like fun at first but then wasn't as fun i think a little bit later on um i i personally like when i was thinking about this i was like if somebody was pretending to be me i would be so amused i would i would find it so hilarious if if another terran popped up that's that's where the idea came from for the beginning of this podcast. I just think it would be so funny that somebody like, oh my god, they're using my picture. Like mm-hmm. they're 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 pretending that my cat is named something else. Like uh, this is hilarious. Um, but that's that's me. And like I think different people respond in different ways. And I I've seen a lot of people like uh, like oh. Tally needs to get over it. Why does she take herself so seriously? Um, but like, you know, maybe it's not as fun of a reaction uh, or maybe it is a more fun reaction, depending on how you view it. Uh, but like, you know, people are allowed to react how they want. Like, uh, like if, yeah. she, if she feels if somebody ups- who's game focused, 
would you be more worried about the implications it has for your game? Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I get you not being upset that something like you thinking it's funny that like somebody's impersonating you. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's funny. But then would you automatically be like, well, where do I move from here? Am I oh, ever yeah. going to be able to recover from this? Like, what's my steps? So I could see you being more upset about like that than the actual impersonation of your character. I mean, where you... Callie seemed to be more upset about someone impersonating your character than the long-term ramifications it has in the game. It was very funny watching Tally like, no! It's, this is me! Yeah. You can't be me! <laughs> oh my, I loved it. I loved I absolutely think the one thing that worries me is Oh my, I was such a big fan of Angry Tally. I'm so happy that she never dropped it. I'm so happy that she was <laughs> never okay with this impersonator. Yeah. The one thing that worries me though, I think we might have seen peak Tally. Like if mm. she just goes back to sort of geezer gal, I don't really care about seeing that Tally. I loved Angry Tally doing yoga while simultaneously flipping off the circle TV. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But in terms of the twist in general, there is one thing I'd like to say, and that is just, I think it was so necessary. For the sake of Yolanda, I think this was so, so necessary because I don't think it was quite emphasized enough how early in the process this was. She was didn't within, go to bed. It was within 24 hours. It was crazy. Hashu still had on the same clothes as he arrived in while Yolanda was out of the door. It's, mm-hmm. it's got like strong vibes of Kirsten from Big Brother Canada. And I mean, we all know that is that does not sit right with any of us. Like we're not happy with how that went. So I'm, I'm so, I'll so happy that Yolanda a had a... Yeah, exactly. Quite rightly as well. So happy that Yolanda got a second chance, and, and regardless of how shaky the twist was. It's also mm-hmm. one of those situations where, like, and I like these kinds of twists, where it gave the opportunity for something really fun to happen, which is that if Yolanda as Orange Tally had stayed in the game, and then Yolanda is now in there catfishing as Tally for the rest of the game, that would have been hilarious, and I am, I am definitely sad that it did not happen. Yeah, that is definitely the thing that I think that was the best case scenario. But ultimately, to quickly give my takes on all this, I think Yolanda 1000% picked the right person to to catfish as. I think the cloning tally was easily the right choice. I think for me, it was fun. Like I had a duality the whole time watching this. One part was me feeling like garbage for tally. Like she clearly now has to go head to head with someone who's pretending to be her and claiming her identity. But then there were parts of it was like, Tally, like figure yourself out. Like Tally messaging Orange Tally and be like, confess, tell me you're fake. Like, you know, it's fake. You're you. Like you were <laughs> that was the most <laughs> hilarious thing to me. Like that part, I was like, uh, you, this makes no sense to me. Like this confess stuff makes no sense to me. But no, I think that um, you brought up Taryn the fact that this is a very, very hard task to do for someone. Like this twist is very hard to navigate. I think that they've done this now in one other uh, iteration of the show, not this t- twist specifically, but bringing someone who has left Hello. back and keeping them in the circle in some other way. I think they've just made it very clear that, hey, if you have a chance to come back in, the price of admission is going to be very expensive. Like, we're going to require you to do something near impossible, but hey, you get to continue being in the circle. So, like, it's like that's the takeaway. And I do think some people thought, well, why are we getting a twist right away? I think my argument for that is the fact that Tally was so plain and so, like, non hadn't spoken much yet was the only reason why Yolanda had a chance to begin with to get in. If this is like, a week in and they already know who Tally is now, that's going to be so much harder for you to pretend to be Tally. Now, can we quickly talk about the fact, so 
it goes down to a vote, right? They have to vote. The House votes who they think is the right one. I part of me wishes it was anonymous or they were done like in private because I feel like I can't but look at the people who are voting away and I'm like, I align with them. So I'm going to vote there for continuity purposes. Part of me thought that Orange Tally would have had more of a shot if it was quiet and in back and behind a door. Yeah, I can. I completely agree. I feel like I would have been happy with either scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you're right. Orange Tally may have had a better chance if it was anonymous, but I love having to stand behind your decision mm-hmm. and yeah, having well, to put your name out there and be like, this is the decision I'm making. That's what it is. And um, I, I like that Billy and Bithin are going to have to explain themselves now. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, for me, it was that it was done like live, like one by one. Right. So like, I think, I, they, I think it should have been like that game they were playing where both the tally answers were coming up at the exact same yes. time. Yeah, it, they, like it should have just been like, these are your votes. <clears throat> they should have sub- had to submit. And then, then they could have had the reveal of totally. one at a time if they wanted yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I completely agree because I think that, you know, it, there really was this idea of like once you know where people stand, it's, you know, the people who vote later have also an advantage of being like, well, oh, I yeah. already know the vote is going one way. So now I don't have to, you know, expose how I really feel. Um, so. Uh, yeah, but the, yes. the draw to just not rock the boat is way too strong in this just to not get any blood on your hands. I'm honestly kind of shocked that orange tally got two votes like i'm really i really thought it would just be a domino effect Mm -hmm. of the first one then just probably unanimous because no one really seems too willing to get much blood on their hands at the moment that's why they're all going after catfishes that's why Mm -hmm. no one's really trying to build a resume here they're just trying to coast at the moment yeah well, um, and it was interesting starting the vote off with Manrika, who was most confident in who the real tally was yes yes for sure uh, I going back to what Puya said though. I really did enjoy the the tally chats um, where uh, where tally is going to uh, be like. I just want like it was almost like she was questioning her own sanity. It, like she like she was starting to believe that she might not be the real tally. In fact, she is going to refer to herself as Blue Tally. Uh, she stops. She stops calling herself Tally, and she starts calling herself to herself. I am Blue Tally, um, and she's, I need Orange Tally to admit that they're not me. Um, it's just you. You know, you're you. You don't need them to admit. It's just so funny so funny she like because there were most i'm like you are winding yourself up by being out like every time orange tally would say yeah i'm having a good day or like what yoga pose is this and she's flipping her she's so outraged like how dare you make conversation how dare you say something i'm not your hun hun that was so funny that was oh my god yeah i i am worried with what rowan said i i do think that this could have been peak tally and she's just gonna coast back to where she was before now or maybe the relief will spark new life into her if it goes that way i am so i'm beyond elated so yeah i'm I'm so curious to hear from you guys what did you think about real tally og tally's attempts or approach to sort of validate her own existence uh, because she i mean she didn't really do a good job of it i felt she 
tried to sort of go to tattoos a lot. I'm interested if you guys had thought of any sort of other gameplay elements you could have done, any sort of approaches to prove your own identity. I mean, so that, I mean, that was a big thing for me was the tattoo was, was great. Uh, a great idea. Um, and to go to Manrika with it was, was good. Um, but when, uh, I don't, I think it was Andy asked about it, um, in the public chat, she chimes in first and it was just like, no, wait for orange tally to get it wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like, there's a decent, like, like, uh, I don't think she would have known, like, she would have been like, Oh, what, what is that? Like, what exactly is that? Uh, and if she had chimed in with something that was clearly wrong, uh, then like you, boom, you had her right there, I think. Um, but, uh, but she gave, she gave the answer away. And that was one of the few like concrete examples that she could use. Um, I was definitely surprised that they, they gave, um, orange tally a like binder of, uh, like facts about the job that, uh, the, the tally had. But that then, made me laugh so hard. Like nobody ever really, uh, questioned about the job. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that booklet would have been useless. It would have had like very zero and one, very black and white, how to be a GP receptionist. I mean, that's maybe, maybe Yolanda was using that book a little bit too literally because I felt like some of her answers pretending to be Orange Tally were a little bit bland, a little bit lacking of flavor there. I think that's one thing that might have given her away. Um, But yeah, I mean, that book, I think it was just a little bit of a elbow in the side of Yolanda because it was going to be, it was never going to be any help. Never. Yep. Um, so uh, the, I, I do like the first conversation where uh, Orange Tally did pretend to be Real Tally to Real Tally, um, <laughs> which I thought was great. And I and genuinely, I think is the right call because, again, it's like if you say yes, they're never going to believe you. Um, then like that, just like anything that you give away is cause for now. You both have to claim that you went into this chat and the other one said nobody's going to believe because you know that blue tally is going to be like oh she just said to me that no one's going to believe me um and if they say if blue tally says that first then they're going to seem more believable so now you also have to come out of that conversation and be like oh blue tally! uh and so on and so forth right so um it just makes it more complicated just stay in character i think i think that's the right call it would yeah. have created a mess. It would have created mayhem, but maybe that's exactly what Yolanda needed to get by. <laughs> just sort of thrive in the chaos. Just sort of use this chaos as a sort of curtain and just fade away. Like, let's be honest. It's mean. It's so mean. If I'm pretending to be fake you and I'm like, they're never going to believe you. <laughs> you're just, you're an idiot and you're going home and I'm going to pretend to be you. And now your dog is mine. Your mom and dad are mine. Like that is some serial killer type vibes. Like I would much rather be like, Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just tally. Like that's way better. That's way yeah. better than like like just breaking it. It's too much. And she too took much. it. She took it so personally too. Where it's just like tally. You you understand that this person probably had no choice, right? Like like this is the producers doing this to you, not this other person. They are put in a situation like from her perspective. This like if this wasn't Yolanda and it wasn't somebody who was given a second chance. From her perspective, it is just a random person. This is their only shot at the circle, and their only shot at the circle was to have to impersonate somebody else. It's way worse for them. Uh, like, <laughs> I feel bad for them, but she's like, how could you? Mm-hmm. 
I I really love that they left this with the cliffhanger. And I will say the circle does the best cliffhangers because they're different every time. That we know Yolanda goes to see Tally. I love that. I'm really, I'm really excited to see if Tally freaks out or if she's like, if she just automatically gets it that Yolanda had to do this or, or what, I feel like they're going to come out of it and be, be cool. Same. Yeah. But I, I loved, I love that our ending shot was Yolanda walking in and Tally's just face, her face. Oh, I'm, I'm, this show just hooks me every single episode. Yeah. I love it. Oh, you best believe I am hoping and praying for some fireworks. But I also know British TV and how it's all built on a foundation of wholesomeness. So they'll probably end up being good friends and they'll like both give each other a hug and then they'll both go their separate ways. But man, pray to all the circle gods for fireworks, baby. I mean, something else that the circle has taught me is that, uh, I mean, I don't know, taught me, but it's definitely shown plenty of examples where it's like people are very like uh ready to fight um you know when when it's just text but then the second they meet in face to face it's like oh my god it's so it's so good to see you um and it's all friendly and you're like wow they actually like each other and then the second they leave again it's all guys i i met with a catfish don't believe them don't buy them yeah. uh, she's like whoa i thought that was a nice interaction <laughs> Um, was it the last season of the U.S. where, and I'm not going to remember anyone's name, so if anyone can help fill the gaps, but um, this, uh, one of the girls got blocked and then went to the guy, was it, or was it, no, you know what, I think it was in the British one. Basically, they were big mad when they went to see them and, and were not having it and they're like, no, I'm taking, it was during the one of the paint, the season where they did paintings. Was it Scotty and Hannah? Are those, those ringing any bells? Final answer, yes. I'm gonna I think go it is. I think it is. Yeah. So like I love that. I love when we get a little bit of that. Um, I do love moments of like where two friends are now seeing each other and they're happy for each other. I do love that too. Um moments like this, like I wish like, for example, now so when Penny goes to see Saeed, it's very nice. Everything's nice. Saeed full on <laughs> bribes them with a rickshaw doll, which was phenomenal, but fully expects, like, okay, I'm good now. But then then Penny still went a little shady in, in the goodbye of like, listen, I saw someone. There could be other catfishes. I don't like that. I was like, if you're being nice, then nice me. Don't nice me and don't say anything. Don't give me the middle of the road thing. Exactly. I, that's I, I feel cheated every time. It's like if you're going to play nice when you go and meet somebody then go and meet somebody that you are cool with that like you want to meet and, and be like, oh, this is my friend. I'm going to be nice to them. If you're going to be shady. Then, uh, then like hash it out in, in, in front of them and, uh, don't just like go in, be nice and then totally rat them out and your goodbye. Uh, like, uh, be like, Hey, you know what? I'm thinking about telling everyone that I met with a catfish. Convince me not to, uh, you know, like give us something, but you know, I guess, I guess there's only so much we can expect from Penny. I mean, these goodbye messages, they could be weaponized to a crazy extent. I mean, imagine on Survivor, if the tribe went back to camp after voting someone off, and then they just all watched the goodbye message, <laughs> saying like, oh, I can't believe this person betrayed me. Like this, with someone who's really switched on in the game, and really, by that point, feels bitter as hell, because they're leaving the game, it can be weaponized to a crazy extent. You can just lie. 
just lie and say, yeah, Manrika's fake. Like, she doesn't exist. I have a I feeling they're, they're not, allowed, not to, allowed to name names. Yeah, I don't think they're allowed to name any names. Uh, but but in a situation like that, it's like there are only like you can kind of guess who they might have gone to visit. And so by saying that they met with a catfish, you really are putting certain people under a spotlight. Um, and so uh, but I, I think what they could do, which would be like they could do the opposite, which is uh, if they really want to help somebody. You can say, uh, I met with a wonderfully genuine person. Um, and uh, and then Saeed could have been like, that was me. They met with me. Uh, right. And that's that would be a great way to help somebody. Um, but uh, but no. <laughs> not, Actually, not that me. is that is one question I had about goodbye messages and going to visit people. So the circle's aware that Yolanda or sorry, Chris, Chris got eliminated. And then didn't obviously go and see anybody. I think she thought that she was entering Saeed's right. apartment or yes. flat. There must have been so many questions like, oh, who did Chris go and see? And, and then just nobody would have had the answer. Right. And so I'm assuming that they were all just like, well, somebody's, somebody's hiding it. Just like somebody's hiding the penny visit, right? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that, that, is, uh, that is the tale of two tallies um, here for us. <laughs> Uh, we also had some other stuff in here. Um, there was, uh, they had the question segment right before Orange Tally entered the game. Um, and the one that stood out to me was the, uh, the animal lover question where, uh, uh, Vitham is the only one to, uh, to not say that he would distrust somebody who is not an animal lover. Right. Um, and I was actually with Vithan here. Like, uh, like they were being so judgmental. He was, he had a very good answer, which was like, I love animals, but I wouldn't distrust someone just for not liking animals. That's very judgmental. And they were like, some people just don't like animals and that's fine. But everyone was like, ew, how dare you not judge with us? Like, wow. I, I agree with you there. I was like. Oh, that's hurtful to some people. I would like to like to sort of gauge the vibe of the room, but I personally think these games so far, I think we've only had two. I think we've had an icebreaker one and then the one that we've just sort of been talking about. Oh my God, they've been lackluster. I don't know if it's still sort of like people are finding their feet, but I don't know if it's on, on the side of the producers, but some of these questions should have been way more controversial, mm. way more divisive i just really think i mean there's one that comes to mind i don't know if you guys remember portrait mode when you have to like paint paintings of people yeah and then it's every single season it's in it causes drama it causes suspicion it is absolutely fantastic and i really think it's the only good game that they have you know i do remember some from season one that uh some of these questions like it felt like they were playing a lot more loosely in season one where like they were they were asking like political questions. Yeah, they were wasn't asking, there like a Brexit question? Yeah, and somebody didn't know what Brexit was. Exactly. Like they were, they weren't very, they weren't afraid to just like go in and like have actual conversation. And instead, we're getting like, uh, are you Aries or Cancer? Are you uh, an animal lover? Are you? Do you put ketchup in the fridge? Um, like, uh, okay. is that controversial? Ketchup? Like it- Rowan, where do you store your ketchup? I personally store my one in the fridge. Yeah. But again, I don't. I think it's a sort of like fun little question to ask. It's not going to elicit a great reaction, though. No. Yeah, I don't mind this here and there, but you know, through four episodes, I feel like we haven't gotten anything major yet in terms of oh, these yeah. games. 
and I think it was easier in the up. celeb one because it, it was easy to kind of like pick out who it actually happened to. But yeah. I thought the headline game in the celeb version was really great um, because because the players had to actually be like, oh, shoot, like, is this me? Is this not me? Uh, I think you guys made a good point, though, that like not everybody had a headline. So it kind of it felt yeah. like it pointed out who the catfishes were yeah. based on like who got a headline. I think that the other thing that they might be avoiding with doing like news headlines in this season is because it's been pre-recorded. They don't want to date the show, right? Right. So it's like they don't. Yeah, so they don't want to talk about stuff like what happened like six months ago or something. So I think that's probably one of them. Someone in the chat did bring up the anonymous questions. One is a great game they play where people can just shoot one question at anybody. Like in in the Brazilian circle, that definitely did cost some waves, which is a lot of fun to watch. Um, So these games, the great part about them is that more often than not, there's no like major punishments, right? At, at worst, it's like, all right, we've got two teams. Half of you will get a pizza party and the other half will get nothing. So the fact that they're so inconsequential makes it fun for me because no one's going to be too afraid to do things. But I do think that ultimately here, Vithin did answer it well. Um, but also like, I mean, you kind of, I feel like if I see anything about animal lovers, I'm not going to be like, let me play devil's advocate. I'm just going to be like, I love them too. Done. Let me just move on from this. I don't want to like have to explain my, like if I'm playing the circle, I will go out of my way to never have to be the guy that says, okay, circle open message. So the reason I said no to, you know, giving everyone five pounds at the end of the show is so <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. I just want to be the guy in the middle. So I'm going to ride the wave. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you do that too much, though, you come off as a catfish to playing it too safe. That's fair. But I would like I would rather put my foot in like, yes, ketchup should go on the yes, counter. Yeah. There, and the like, you know, on the stupid one. Yes. Pineapple goes on pizza at me. Like, I want to be that guy. Like, that's my hot take. Not the mm. if you if listen, animals judgment. No, I don't want to do that. one. <laughs> I, I thought you want like a, a low read. take hot take. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I thought it was a bad read just because, I mean, on numerous occasions, like this cast of the circle has expressed how Mm -hmm. much they love specifically their dogs, but pets in general. Gemma still running with the I mean, it's not a lie. The whole persona of Gemma is a lie, but they like James does have dogs in with him. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's just again being devil's advocate Taryn what you said about making yourself stand out a little bit can really help your cause against being seen, seen as a catfish this was not a fight you wanted to take yeah um, so we're also going to see the uh, the daddy's chat that's going to be uh, Saeed and Andy um, they are going to bond they're going to become a, a little bit of a power duo here in the house for now at least and um, they are uh, Andy uh, is going to be convinced that uh, Saeed is real as are pretty much everyone else everyone else in the circle seems to be convinced that Saeed is real but this alliance this pairing between Saeed and Andy seems to be an important one here for uh, for the structure of the game yeah I'm and I'm and I'm, and I'm loving them this is a mm-hmm. great team. This is a team I that has my backing. I do enjoy the both of them. Um, it, again, I can't help but laugh every time um, Hashu sits there, focuses up, and then goes, all right. Uh, puts his accent hat on and then goes to town in the message. And like, I love that when they read it, I'm telling you, they're reading it, they're looking at this photo like, that is Saeed right there. That makes sense to me. I like that. I like that he was like, oh, I haven't talked to Manrico. One conversation, Manrico was all about Saeed and like love Saeed. Uncle Saeed now. So he's apparently, you see, and again, like now he's an uncle as well here and she's the niece. So I'm loving that and I'm loving it. The, the two of them are great. 
this is the type of alliance I want is a full blown catfish and then the I'm the catfish detective yes. and he's being fooled completely. It's great. It's so good. It's it's like the it's like the cat and mouse movie where the serial killer is on the police force uh, and it's it's mm-hmm. like uh, like oh what's gonna happen? <laughs> um, and so uh, Said is also gonna bond with uh, with Vithin um, and uh, and with uh, later Manrika after. Uh, after being very anti-Menrika because she seemed too smart and that she was going to be able to catch him out because she was able to pinpoint that Blue Tally was real so easily, um, uh, Said eventually does talk with Menrika and she completely wins him over. He starts the conversation like, oh, wait a minute, a pretty girl is talking to me. Um, And then by the end of it, she opens up about her family and her dad um and his uh his battle with uh, with alcoholism and how he's turned it around and it's it's meant a lot to her um and uh by the end of this conversation he's just like i'm going to protect her in the game she is going to last as long as i am in this game uh and he's regretting being a catfish he's like oh man i wish i had come in as myself now <laughs> Minrika's think- playing an excellent social game yes. every single person she's having a conversation with they're leaving the conversation loving her no matter how how they went into it because i i felt like andy andy went into the conversation yep. with her saeed went into the conversation with her doubting her not being super sure Andy wanted to send her home before that conversation she would have been gone 100 mm-hmm. and, and then they everyone has been leaving it being like oh she's so fantastic i think she's she's made deep connections with almost everyone and and she she had the right read there with Andy where he opened up about his bowel and she was like it seems like he is being lighthearted about this let me take a risk and and reply being lighthearted and like that is a risk like you never really know exactly especially through text like yeah. how somebody mm-hmm. wants that to be talked about um and he was like off spot on this is my kind of person i hate when people get all sympathetic um i i love when people make jokes about this so like uh she just it landed perfectly i i love this from Andy. absolutely love seeing this on on uk tv which has this symptom of just relying so so heavily on sob stories and pulling at the heartstrings to, to let you get to know a character i love andy's approach like yeah i mean i've, I've had some difficulties but I don't need like tiny violins. You don't need to serenade me. I love his approach of just have a laugh with it. I really do like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manrique is also going to bond with Vithin uh, over their background and the fact that they are representing as Asians on uh, UK television. Um, and uh, I love, I love this conversation as well. Like how excited they both were to see each other there um, and to be able to represent um, and find like uh, somebody who who had a common goal. This made me very happy, very happy. Like when we saw when I saw the cast, I was like, not one, three brown people. This is incredible. I love it so much. Um, Vithin's intro talking about how he wants to be the first ever Asian to win a show in the UK it took me pause to realize. Oh, he means everything. Every show. There's not been a winner. So that's a like that's. Loki, that's a great title to want to go after. I want to be the first. You know what I mean? Like, that's awesome. So there's three of them here. And 
I think I can't even think of power ranking like who's doing best. Well, all three of them have a shot, very good shot to go long here. And I think that I could see it happening here. Very excited about it. Love it a lot. And I'm happy that um, they bonded over both stuff to do with their backgrounds and stuff that didn't have to do with their backgrounds. I love that there's more than that to, to their relationships as well. Uh, this is a 10 out of 10 for me. Again, I love this cast very much. So from the minute I saw this cast, I was all in. So to see it play out, couldn't be happier. All right. I just, I absolutely love it because it's, I mean, we have a long, long history of reality TV, sh- uh, TV shows here, but it's still managing to be a story that I've personally never heard before, especially Manrika being like, oh, I'm expected just to be this sort of well-behaved Indian girl. But I want to sort of represent, like, I can still be a wild child. I can still be crazy. I can still be my own personality. That's a story I've not seen on TV before. And I think it's such an important story to tell. So I'm loving watching it. And and it's an example of why representation is so important in, in television. Just hearing all these different stories, um, seeing how important it is for Minrika and Vithin to have each other in the game and not feel so alone. I really, they just absolutely nailed it with this cast. Yeah. And like, you know, it's a small thing, but I want to talk about it when, when, um, uh, he first, when Said first looks at Manrika's profile, uh, Hashu does, he's like, Allah's watching, Allah's watching. I've met, I'm telling you, I've been with that kid in class where like, you're like, God's watching where you're saying, like, just saying Allah to me was like, Whoa, this takes me back. Like I loved being in the middle of that journey in the middle of the life I'm living right now. It's like a quick window to nostalgia to like back where I was. And and it just it felt nice it felt very nice i mean that's that's just like iconic of a good casting right there is that we want to be seeing sort of dynamic personalities but they can't be so alien that they seem like they're scripted they need to be relatable enough that they seem real but it's just sort of like a heightened version of reality so again the diverse cast i think they've killed it with it i think they've really nailed it yeah uh we also got some some pickup lines from Enrica. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys uh, wrote these down like I did, um, but uh, I actually hadn't heard them before. Um, I would I would take you to the cinema, but they don't allow snacks in. Huh? I had never it. heard that either. I, I hadn't heard that either. But then I was like, but I have questions like, but you no one like like you buy the snacks there. Then I was like, OK, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but snacks aren't allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But okay, I cool. used to sneak snacks in my purse all the time. The That's the I thing. used to That's walk the in the loophole. movies with a full Big Mac combo. Well, like if you if you use that line on someone that does that, then what are they going to reply? Like, I can, can I, I shove can, you in my purse then? Or? I, can, I can smuggle you in like that. The the flirting's over. Like, <laughs> the date is <laughs> off. <laughs> then we have uh, then we have the other one that we got, uh, which I thought was uh, much worse. Uh, which was much worse as in like it wouldn't work, or much worse as in oh boy, much worse as in oh boy, as in like uh, <laughs> like this is all, this is not at the same. This is this is just veered off into a different territory. It went a little blue. If you work for the postal service, uh, could you would you handle my package? There's, that's not or, even insinuation. That's just straight up no. like, so proposition. That would make sense, Taryn. Like, I know it's dirty, but it makes sense of like, if you work for the Postal Service, can you handle my package? It's like, okay, you handle packages as a postal worker. But it was, I believe she said, if you're a postal worker, can I handle your package? Oh. Which is like, but 
No, because I'm the postal worker. I can't just be giving you packages. So like, no, sorry, that can't happen. Technically. It's also like, does it only work if one of them is a postal worker? <laughs> because otherwise, where does that come from? It's right? a it's a high risk, high reward line. I mean, the first one's a little <laughs> bit safer. You might get a weird look. The second one, if it goes pear shaped, you're getting a slap. And maybe yeah. report it to someone as well, but mm. yeah, high risk, high reward. No, no bueno. Big no bueno. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I would not recommend using this line under any circumstances uh, with somebody that you uh, are not very comfortable that they would like to hear the line with consent. Um, all right, so uh, we got. Um, we also got uh, geezer gals for life. Um, this is that's when that's when Blue Tally referred to herself to Manrika as Blue Tally. <laughs> um, and uh, we got uh, Orange Tally went for the guys, went for the boys, um, which I thought was an interesting strategy, considering it's the exact same one she tried as Chris that did not work. <laughs> um, so that was, a, I think, a bit of a mistake. I think the beginning of the decline because I genuinely thought Orange Tally did phenomenal and was doing phenomenal. The beginning of the end, it was a two-parter. One was doing this because immediately they all saw it as you are trying to get our votes. No one saw it as you're trying to like chat with the lads. It was like, okay, we know what you're doing. You're trying to be here trying to get our votes. It's a little sketchy. The second thing was the whole, the, the comments and the photos that happened right before. I think a lot of them saw that also as tactical and not as genuine because mm-hmm. there were moments in the photos where I thought, no, you nailed it. I like that you looked at benefit and the balloons and you figured that out. That's great. But then it was like, are you doing too much? And I think that's what ends up happening with her. She ended up doing a little too much for her own good, especially beginning again with this chat with the boys. Yeah. Well, we did get uh, another great question um, from Vithin, which is, uh, would you rather have one big finger or a hundred little fingers? Is this a hundred Rowans? Because he's little finger now. Right. This, like which one? Let's be let's be specific here. Believe me, I'll say myself, you do not want a hundred me's. <laughs> one one of me is too high maintenance, honestly. I'd go for the other option. Um I I, I do feel like uh the taking taking at face value, this question is a bad question because I don't think anybody is taking one big finger. Well, Unless- I don't know about that. I was heavily considering one big finger because I like I'm kind of imagining this one big finger is like the strength of a hundred fingers combined. That's my sort of ultimatum. So it's I was a really like, big finger. I'm out on a hundred little fingers. Really? That's just like, like on, just on my two hands. Like I just have like, I don't. But if you just right. have one big finger, you can't do anything. You might as well not have any hands. So it depends. Which finger is it? Do I get to pick? Is it if I can pick the index finger, it's a big pointer. If I pick the thumb, it's a big thumbs up. If I pick the middle one, you know what that one is. It's a big. Yeah, I can cuss anyone out like that's a, it's a big, big sign. But I feel like carrying around the big finger is going to be trouble. There's no jeans mm-hmm. that'll fit that. Right. So whereas I think I can get away with I guess the little fingers aren't detachable. So maybe jeans are just out the question at that. My pockets don't matter to you anymore. I haven't worn jeans in a year. What are you talking about <laughs> jeans? Jeans are my go-to uh, outside wear uh, when I go to the store. 
honey, my dear, you need some fancy sweatpants for the yeah. outdoors. Yeah, I, outside, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about there. Scotland is still in lockdown, so... Um, the the store. Yeah, what, 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 you have to go to the store. What fancy I, dress stores are you going to where you need to wear I jeans? Have, <laughs> I haven't worn hard pants to, like, to a store in probably five years, honestly. What is hard pants? Hard pants. Jeans, hard pants. Oh, Any pants that are hard. I see, I get it now. I get like it. a suit pant? Yeah. A jean, yeah. a dress pant. A pant yeah. that is non-sweatable. Yeah, anything <laughs> without an elastic waistband is a hard pant. Yeah, if you're if you're zipping up, if you're buttoning up, it's too much. I would like to say if anyone has disagreed with any of my takes today, I am Orange Terran. I don't know who this <laughs> guy is. I am the other Terran. Okay, come at Terran. Terran. Okay. Is I think we have an opportunity for a new fake Terran account here. Orange Terran, oh god, yeah. <laughs> Would it be the worst Terran accounts out mm-hmm. there? I'll tell you that. <laughs> Terran, how many fake accounts do you think have been created? Oh gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> like over under a hundred? I'd say under a hundred, probably. Over or under fifty? Uh, probably under fifty. Okay. I'd oh, say yeah. Taran. Taran is uniquely skilled to comment on what Tally is going through right now because that's just his life. Yeah, <laughs> he lives it. He's always blue Terran. Blue check Terran. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it's not on the quite. way. <laughs> no? What? You'll I thought you were blue check for sure. I thought uh, that was the point of creating all the fake Terran accounts. No, that was Tyson. Uh, Tyson that, got yeah, a bunch Tyson. of people uh, to impersonate him. Secured the bag that yeah. way, yeah. Right. That was back right. when you could actually like still apply for the for the blue tick, as they call it in the UK. Do they just uh, like? Do they now select when you deserve it? Now is that how it goes? I don't. I think so. Eh. Oh, well. I, I I've heard from reality show people that like uh, like sometimes if you know someone, ah, you know, uh, um, I see. I think my life's better without it. <laughs> I think I'm fine with the level of non blue tick that I have right now. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well. Um, we, uh, we are also going to see that, uh, Emma, Emma is going to show up. We've got a new little format here. She's going to walk down the hall. She's going to go to the control center and she's going to watch all of the players. And I actually liked this, uh, calling them out, uh, as there, cause here's the thing. They are so used to not being seen. Like they, they must feel so safe in not being seen and then when uh, when Emma is like uh, like hey your eyes are bulging out of your face that right would now freak me out I think it's like oh jeez I'd be like <laughs> I was terrified terrified I mean she is a professional shout out to Emma I mean she's no Davina but she is still a class act I was terrified that she was going to slip up like <laughs> uh, I see you James sitting on the end of your bed and then the whole gig is up who's James it yeah. exactly but no I mean she's she knows what she's doing she's an ace presenter. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's time to, uh, plead for your survival and, uh, they, they make their pleas. Uh, Tally says that she just wants to be herself and she wants people to accept her. Um, and, uh, an orange Tally is like, uh, I've made relationships. (laughs) I can be valuable for the people I made relationships to. Um, and, uh, unfortunately, I think, again, I think the public nature of this did not work out well for Orange Valley. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, it gets, 
Yolanda had such a hard job once Tally responds in this way. If Tally is trying to play it off cool, Yolanda's path is way easier. But it's kind of like, and I hate to take it to this because like, I'm good. Among Us. Okay, so Among Us, the theory. When, when someone is like yelling, I swear, listen, it's not me. I promise, I promise. At some point, you're like, yeah, the, no one would go this ham um, when they're when they're guilty. So like, it's definitely, it makes sense. I feel like the more that happened, Yolanda's like, Mm, you know we've been talking on and off like you know what i'm about we're all friends here that doesn't work anymore so i do think ultimately what i don't think any of the things blue tally did were to gain you know notoriety or gain the votes but they 100 were effective in that way because her trauma equaled authenticity it did yeah and uh, and that's going to be the way it goes. Manrika, Gemma, Saeed and Andy all block orange tally, leaving Billy and Vithin as the only two to block blue tally. And then, uh, as we talked about, we are going to end the episode watching orange meet blue. And uh, we're going to have to wait and see where that goes. I, I, I do agree. I like that they um, that they showed that it was that who she was going to see um, to sort of give. Give this sort of like, a, OK, well, what's what's the conversation going to be like? Because uh, if I if I didn't see that, I would have been like, oh, maybe she'll go see Saeed or something. You know, it'll be boring. Um, but uh, but now I get to be excited. So uh, those are the first four episodes and uh, very fun. I'm very pleased. Uh, I'm glad to have the circle back in my life here, Haley. What a thrill. I didn't realize how much I was missing the circle until it came back. Uh, Rowan, so good to, uh, to talk to you here. Uh, how did you, how did you like the podcast? How do you like the U S podcasting? Honestly, it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, as, uh, has been alluded to, I'm a longtime RHAP fan. So this is like dream fulfillment for me. This is absolutely brilliant. And honestly, I was telling Haley earlier, I think I've, this is scary to say, I think I've caught the bug. I really like podcasting. It's really good fun. And there's no one here in the UK that I can talk to. So I literally need to go over the pond and mm. talk to my brethren in Canada and the US. But no, honestly, thank you guys for having me. It has been so exciting, so much fun. And I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but we're going to get some new blood in this circle very, very soon. And I cannot wait. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, Orange Taryn, um, how, how, are, how are you feeling moving forward with the circle? No, I can't do I can't do a Terran impression. I don't have a Terran impression in my tank. No, I'm I'm loving the circle, right? I'm loving the circle. I I can't lie. I've been very stoked to talk about all of it and, and to get to talk about it has been phenomenal. And then to have the season be as good as it is, I truly am blessed getting to talk about it. So I'm I'm very keen to see where we go from here. I do enjoy when the circle injects new people early on because it's still fresh. Everything's going. Obviously in the last week I have my problems because I'm like it's they're not winning. It's not going to happen. Like stop putting them in there. But hey sometimes things go left and right. You don't never know. But I can't wait. I can't wait to see everything go down. Listen for those of you who may have just downloaded the podcast to listen to it because you were like this this group of four is a group I'm trying to listen to. First of all, thank you. That's very nice of you. I appreciate the compliment. Second, um, it is six episodes a week, so it might seem like a big time commitment. That time flies by really quick. It's about 40 minutes per episode. Some of them could be about 55. It goes by quick and it makes it a lot of fun to watch. So I do recommend you check it out if you haven't yet. Yes. All right. Well, 
If you want to hear more from me, you can find uh, plenty of Big Brother coverage every morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, um, as well as after every Big Brother Canada 9 episode. We're there to recap it. And on Tuesday nights, we've got roundtables. Very fun stuff for Big Brother Canada. Uh, We will be back with some more Circle coverage next Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, talking about more of what's going down on this coming week of the circle so make sure you tune in for that um you can also find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taren armstrong we'll be playing some among us uh i'll be playing tonight and also tomorrow uh where uh we will be doing some impostering ourselves uh there's even a mod that we'll be playing with where you can pretend to be somebody else and look like them and it's uh then you can be like no i was the real me um so if you like this sort of thing you will like uh watching among us i think um Haley, where uh where can people find you you can find me all over the internet on twitter and instagram at eight strong underscore uh if you're interested in seeing what i'm reading lately you can check out my new instagram account at the strong library uh bachelor coverage is over but if you have any interest for some reason to go back and listen to that it is available in the rtp archives and top chef coverage is starting up in the next few weeks so i'm really excited to get that underway all right rowan what are you up to yeah i mean you can find me on all the all those good lovely social medias at rowan harper one you want to call him smug find him there Oh, yeah. Oh, fire it all. Just slide into my DMs. I'm used to it by now. But also, I said at the, at the end of my last podcast, uh, and I'm still as desperate, if there's any any casting people out there looking for a good narrator, a good villain, I've got a lot of availability right now. And I'm more than happy to be your man. It does sound smug. Uh, we've also got Puya. Uh, Puya, we're... Sorry, I had to make the joke. Um, Puya... Where can people find you? Well, first of all, for clarification, that was Blue Terran, not me, Orange Terran. Okay, just for clarification purposes. Mm. You can find me on all major social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch.tv. It's Puyaism for all three. As far as podcasting goes, I have talked about 90 Day Fiance this week with Rob, um, and that was phenomenal. I also did The Masked Singer with Liana this week, talked about episode two, Group B. That was wild, but it's been great so far. And then obviously Big Brother with Taryn on Friday is talking live feed updates. And actually this week I was also on the Wrestling Rahapa podcast with Mari and Matt. We talked about Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and the road to WrestleMania. So that was really, really fun. And uh, I do recommend it. Check it out. All right. Well, that's what we have for you. Uh, thank you, Puya, Haley, and uh, and thank you, Rowan. You were you were so much fun uh, here. So um, that's what we have for you this week. This is Blue Terran signing out with uh, with, with the Circle Podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.